We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms. I'm joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, happy new year and how you doing? Yes, happy new year. Uh, doing well. Finally, finally back and ready to talk some Angels baseball. Yes. Yep. I feel the same way um, about this as I do work. I'm excited to go back to work because you get that time off and you're like, ah, you know, we're ready. We're ready to get rock and roll again. Um, same thing goes here. Same thing goes here. Guys, look around. You know, we got some new, we got some, you can, you and I can't see it. We, we got to act a little bit on this one, but I got some, got some new fun, fun, creative stuff going on here. And I'm excited to, uh, roll out a lot more of that in the upcoming days and weeks. Shout out. I hate that I have to do this, by the way, you know, exactly. Shout him out. Shout out. Justin Timms. Justin Timms. Justin Timms, the University of Washington baseball commits for doing this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stuff here. Um, go follow him as well. You don't recognize the last name. It's a familiar last name. The brother. So, um, but yeah, he's gonna he's gonna Super give me so much. He's gonna give me so much for that. Um, shout out to uh, shout out to UW by the way. I believe they won, so we got a little they UW did. Michigan matchup, and that's gonna be a lot of fun. Here to talk <laughs> baseball though. First, before we get going, just thank you, everybody, for supporting us here at Talking Halos. Give me this opportunity to do all of this, by the way. This is, I mean, if without you guys, we don't do all this. Um, shout out to my brother as well. I'll continue to say that. He's going to text me and be all cheery about this. Um, so, but without the listeners, without the followers, none of this is possible. None of this happens yes. without you guys. So, Thank you so much for following along this fantastic journey. Um, we like to call Angels baseball. Uh, could be tough at times, but you know, thank you for thank you for the support. Go ahead if you don't already hit the subscribe button wherever you are watching. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead pound that. What is it like the subscribe yes. button, the uh, the bell, all that fun all stuff. All of it. All of it. Do do it all right now. I'll pause. Not really. You can pause it yourself. Um, go ahead, follow us on all our social medias as well. It's below us right here. Our social medias go do that as well. If you don't already, you can follow myself on X at Jared underscore Tim's Nate at Nate Green 34. And- We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's get it rolling here. Nate, got a question for you. I asked it before the new year. I I think I'm going to continue to start talking about this because you do start seeing dynasties built this way. As weird as it sounds, I'm not saying the Angels are going to be a dynasty by any means, but you start seeing it, right? You see the Astros have done it. They're a very good team. You've seen the Dodgers have done it. They're a very good team. Mookie, Mookie, I'm giving Mookie, giving it to Mookie. All right. I know they they didn't do this. The most prolific team that does this is the Atlanta Braves. And granted, haven't shown what they can do in the playoffs, but one of the best regular season teams in all of all of baseball behind the Dodgers who haven't won a World Series since 1988. We won't go there with that. But we're talking extensions here. And those who are you those of you who are watching us on YouTube, play along with us as well if you'd like to. Who would be the first? Angels player that you extend. I'm going to name off a couple here. I know there's probably others that people are thinking about, but three that come to mind right off the bat, Logan Ohapi, Zach Neto, Reed Detmers. The reason why I picked those three, we like to build up the middle. I'll let you take it away. Who who, who do you want to extend? Yeah, I'm building up the middle. I, I think the shortstop is is the most important position in baseball. Uh, I'm, I'm going and getting Zach Neto on a deal right away. Um, Logan Ohoppy is very, very close. Um, don't know what the number would be for him either. And catcher is just one of those positions that you really don't know how long the guy's going to catch. Like you look at it, everyone thought Salvador Perez is going to catch for 20 years. Salvador Perez hasn't regularly, isn't going to regularly catch for the next five, six years. He's a DH. Um, you see Adley Rushman. Adley Rushman's going to be a guy who's gonna who's gonna catch for 15 years, people think. Most likely, he's going to shift over to first base at some point. Joe Maurer was that guy as well. Oh, he's going to play for 20 years behind the dish. He shifts over to first base. I know the difference with Maurer and Adley are they are very, very tall, a little bit bigger guys, just unlike Yadier Molina, who was able to catch for 20 years. So I know there is that difference. But I'm going to bank on the fact that Zach Neto is young, athletic, plays up the middle, um, and is going to play up the middle for a long, long time. And shortstops tend to make more than catchers, typically. It's not always the case, but typically. So I'm going to run the risk and get Neto on a long-term deal right away and hope that it's one of those Atlanta Brave ones where you're going, wow, they got him at $10 million a year for the next 10 years. And how in the heck is he only worth $10 million a year? Because we could be looking back five, six years from now going, wow, this guy's only making $10 million a year. Kind of like we do with... Ozzy Albies, Ronald Acuna, um, name anyone on the Atlanta Braves roster. You're like, Austin Riley's only making 20 mil. Like, that's crazy, right? Like, 
thinking about those type of contracts. I'm not giving it to the Dodgers with the with those type of contracts. I would give it more to the Tampa Bay Rays than I would the Dodgers just because the Dodgers are getting guys Wonderful. they're trading for guys right before free agency and then they're giving them um contracts right before free agency. Like, hey, Mookie, we traded for you. You have 365 days in a Dodger uniform or you're a free agent. We'll give you a stupid deal beforehand. Where you look at Tampa Bay, it's like, hey, we drafted Evan Longoria. We signed him before he was even close to a free agent. We drafted David Price. We gave him a contract before he was even a free agent. Guys like that. So I, I'm not going to give the Dodgers credit. I know you will, but I'm not going to. Atlanta is the team who does this, which is Perry's one of the teams that he came from. So I think this has got to be something he looks at, and I think Zach Neto's the guy to start with. I don't. I don't disagree with you. I feel like. I feel like. And I, let me take a step back here. I know I missed a couple of players, a Taylor Ward, uh, uh, Patrick Sandoval. Um, I'm trying to think of who else you can you can really throw that. Silseth, Canning. Again, Silseth a little premature for me. It's Nolan Shanwell again, pre, a little premature for for me at the moment. I don't. I I think there's potential for them down the road, um, but I think I think those the three players that I mentioned are probably the three safest players to continue to produce. You have Reed Detmers, who we've can we've seen him. Is it fair to say he's pretty continuously gotten better? He's he's been he's been able to grow in an Angels uniform. Um, we we've seen steps. It hasn't yes. been the way that you would like to see them. You would like to see yeah. like just the straight trajectory up instead of the oh he goes up he goes down he goes up he yeah. goes down. Yeah, it's been a roller coaster ride. But you have seen like at yeah. the end of two years that arrow is facing up a little bit more than where it started the year. Yeah, Logan O'Hoppy, safe for me because you mentioned it catching-wise. Interesting thing that has been brought up to me before in the past, and I think, I don't know if I'm going to start pushing it too much, but Logan O'Hoppy, not the best defensive catcher. He's a great he's a great leader. He's going to be a great leader. I mean, Logan O'Hoppy, like, he's 23 years old. That that's somebody down the road. It's like he might be a manager someday. Like that. That's the type of that's the type of guy that you have here. He might not be the best player of all time. He might not be the best catcher of all time. He might not be the best catcher in the league. He might not even be a top five catcher in the league um, at any point. But he's going to be one of those guys that I feel like is consistent. Plus, you can move him off of off behind the plate. He's six two. You already mentioned it. I know Mauer didn't get moved till late. I know Rushman. Rushman. I think at some point probably gets moved um, to a corner. But you look at Logan O'Hoppy. You can move him to possibly to a corner outfield. He's got the arm to do it. You, I dare I say third base. I think that's a big transition. First base, I know first base isn't the easiest position to learn, um, but Ron Washington's there. He did it with, uh, oh, I was going to say Mark Kotze. Who's the first baseman they did it with? Scott Hatterberg. Scott Hatterberg. He did it with Scott Hatterberg. He'd probably do it with Logan Hoppy. So, um, and it opens the door to go get better defensive catchers um, than, than Logan O'Hoppy is. Because if you look at the stats, he's not the best defensive catcher. He's a great leader behind the plate. He's He caught Shohei Otani well. He catches his guys well. He knows he knows what to do behind the plate. Um, but if you want to keep that bat there and say, you know, hey, maybe he's a 260, 30 home run guy down the road, because I think that's what he's on pace for is about that um, this year. This this year, if you think he's going to hit, you know, 25, 30 you know, 35 home runs, you might want to move him off the plate, uh, behind the plate. Um, and then Zach Neto, again, maybe a little premature, but this is more of a scouting aspect. I think that he can stick at short and somebody also that you might be able to move off a of short. If you need to move him to second, if you get a legitimate shortstop down the road, I don't know what the free agent market looks like. 
Um, but if you get somebody like that, you have a very good up the middle. I mean, I don't know how many free agents there are up the middle or uh, shortstops that are going to be able to move Neto off because he's a very good defender. Um, but from a scouting standpoint, it's like, okay, he has all the pieces there. You think he's going to hit. It might not be for a crazy amount of power, but you you know he's going to hit. He shows that he can adapt. He shows that he can adjust with that two-strike approach. So, yeah, I'm I'm any, – any of those guys I'm totally fine with. Um, I don't know if you have anything else you want to say, but I'll say this. Moving into the new year here, it's a very – it's it's a good way to be like, hey, new year, new me type of thing with – you know, look at what we're talking about right here, guys, right? Like, the Angels do have something to build around. Yes, they lost Shohei Otani, right? Yes, Mike Trout's getting a little bit older, but you do have something to build around. It might not be the top farm system in baseball by any means, but you have a core group of guys to build around. Now you got to figure out how to build around those guys, right? Agree with me. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I, I think Taylor Ward, when you mentioned Taylor Ward, because that was the first guy that came up to my to me when you were like, oh, Taylor Ward could be a guy. I would completely, I would not even think about extending Taylor Ward. He's 30 years old. He has three years left to team control. He's going to be 32 by the time he's a free agent. Like, there's, you have no business signing that guy to a long-term deal. You, he called, you got called up a little bit later. Uh, he's going to make his money, but I think... When you're looking at paying guys, you're paying guys for what they're going to do, not what they have done or what they um, what they did. It's like, what are they going to do? And if you're you're signing him, you're signing him to a five-year deal, right? Because there's no point in signing him to a three-year deal. You already have him for three years. Um, so now you're paying him for age 33, 34. Is he going to be the same guy at age 32, 33, 34 as he is at 28, 29, 30? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Patrick Sandoval, he would be an interesting guy as well because he's he's got about as much club control left as Taylor Ward. I believe it's three years as well. And I just twenty six, a little bit younger, so you got his prime years yeah. ahead of you. Yeah, no, I I understand the the Sandoval one because yeah. that would be one where you give him five years. He's thirty one by the time he's a free, you know, after he's a free agent, you have him somebody can go sign him for four more years, give him thirty two, thirty three, all the way through thirty six, but. I just haven't seen the upward trajectory that I have seen with Detmers. I think we saw one good year out of Sandoval, and everyone was like, oh, man, we, we have found a piece. And it was just kind of one year. And we haven't seen that, like, okay, build off that good year. It was kind of like, eh, I didn't go up. I kind of stayed steady and went a little bit down. And that's kind of the difference between Detmers and Sandoval for me is we've only seen two years of, of Detmers and we're seeing him like, Hey, he's getting better. He's showing that, yeah, it takes him a little bit of time to figure things out, but he adapts and Sandoval, we haven't really seen him adapt and it would be nice to see him make a change this year, but is it going to be one of those things where it's, well, it takes him a year to make a change or is it going to be one of those things where he just finally figures out this is how he's got to go. So Detmers is interesting to me. You know, I'm big on Silseth. Again, you're you're right with Silseth. He he has so much time that there's no reason to go like run out and give him a contract extension. I think you're really looking at the three guys. And I'm not a big Canning guy. You're not a big Canning guy, but I know some people will say Canning needs to be in this discussion as well. So much injury history, so much um in pitch for a year. Very, yeah. So yeah. much injury history. He hasn't pitched in a while. 
and just kind of been very, eh, if I'm getting him. So like, I believe he has two years left. It might be three, but I think it's two. If he has two years left and you're getting him like three years for 27, like a steal where you're like, Hey, worst case, if this doesn't work out, it's only $9 million or $8 million or something crazy like that. Then sure. I'll talk, but like, I'm not, I'm not opening up this big giant extension like Nettle. I'm trying to get eight years. Uh, oh, Hoppy, if I were to extend him, I'm trying to get eight years out of him. Like I'm not trying to be like, oh, let's just barely buy out a year of free agency. Like, no, no, this team is. If it's built the way it looks like they're going to build it, it's two years away from being really, really good. If it's not built correctly, it could be even longer. And if it's built the way that I think it could, like the way that they could win maybe even this year, it's it's probably about a year away still. So you, you got to be smart with these extensions and not just go out and rush and, oh, Canning, we we hope you build off what you did. And Sandoval, we hope you get better. So I think that's something we got we to gotta remember is Atlanta's guys have all been going on the trajectory of up and they've been playing well for two, three years. Michael Harris is the one guy who'd only been playing well for one year, but most of these guys had shown that they are superstars, not we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Griffin Cannon, three more years of, uh, of years. Yeah. Uh, until he's a free agent. So, um, all that being said, no, again, you know, let, let us know what you think in the comments down below. If you're watching us on YouTube, um, let's get into some rumor talk here. Angels. And this is the only rumor that's really been out there floating around. Angels linked to JD Martinez again. It, I'm I'm not in on it. Nate, shake your head. Make me throw up. I know, I know. We don't have to talk. I don't want to talk about it. Everybody who watches this knows our thoughts. Leave the DH spot open. Don't you don't need it. I mean, I'd rather have Joe Adele there. To be honest, uh, if you're going to have an Brandon everyday, Jury can play there for Brandon Jury, uh, Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon. Those guys are going to need days off. You don't need an everyday DH um, to, to fill the hole. If if you want, if you think you're going to get a and JD is going to be so much money, man. He's he's going to ask fifteen. Like that's a lot for a guy who who was not very productive last year, you know? No, he was good last year. It was two years ago. It wasn't good. Uh, it's, it's last not- year. No, last year as a Dodger, he was good. I think it was 25 plus and might've even been 85 to a hundred. That's fine. I, I, I mean, like I said, just leave, leave the DH spot open. It's not that difficult. It, re- it really isn't just, you don't, that's not the way to replace Shohei Otani. You're not going to replace Shohei Otani. So, you know, just make what you can out of it. You got 162 games. Give guys days off. Give the guys a day off their feet. Mike Trout's going to need more days off. Rendon's going to need more days off. It'd be fun to see what, I mean, Jury's not the best defender. Maybe he's your everyday DH. Joe Adele not having to think about playing the outfield is is, is not a bad thing um, by any means. Um, but He was yeah. good last year, by the way, though. He was 271, 33, and 103. But just... 103 WRC+. No, no, 103 RBIs, 33 bombs, 271, 103 RBIs. He was in the Dodgers lineup, which is a little different than the Angels. Um, the, so the one thing that that like really scares me with, with DH only guys, you look at guys like Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz played well into his 40s, right? Like it was 38, 39, 40, 41, I believe was his last year. Um, and I say well into, my, into his 40s. I, I don't know what I'm saying there. He's playing into his 40s. And Nelson Cruz just straight tanked. And he was making about $15 million a year. You look at the inflation, right. maybe it's around $20 million a year now for J.D. Martinez, which is a lot, a lot of money for a guy who's not going to play a position. 
and he's going to ask for a multiple year contract. He's not signing a one year contract. It's probably two or three years. You're probably looking at three years between 50 and 60 mil, which is a lot of money for a guy who's not going to play the position. Yeah. No, I mean, again, you're not saying <laughs> I didn't, didn't want to see Shohei Otani getting that amount of money uh, in an Angels uniform. Definitely don't want to see JD. Um, he was very good last year. I take, I take back what I said there. Um, I don't know what stat I was looking at. I might've been looking somewhere else or maybe the year before. Oh, it was the year before. Um, but he, he was, he was very good um, last year. Before we get on to, to news, we've seen this happen before. You put, you put a lot more pressure on a guy like that. I don't know. Has he ever been in a lineup that, that, would be as bad as the angels think arizona. about it like right arizona. Like, okay yeah may, maybe arizona but was he i don't was he was he good in arizona is that that's where he, i mean you know what i'm saying here right it, like, you, i think it was a trade dog, deadline trade too so it wasn't even like it was like yeah I, that's what that's one thing that worries me you know too it's like you're putting a lot of pressure on a guy like that having him hit right in the right in front of trout i'm sure jd it's fine with the dodgers but like you look at the lineups that he's in and it uh, might not be as bad as what the Angels are might be running out there. So um, you want to look that up. I'll break down. He did, he did rake with the Diamondbacks, 302, 29, uh, okay. 29 bombs, 65 RBS. So yeah. he did go off a little bit different park, I know. Yeah. Um, no, no, you know what I'm saying, though, right? Like, there's yeah, not no, a lot no. Of- like, he, he's been in legit lineups. Very good lineups. Uh, maybe even Boston two years ago, that lineup wasn't very good. Um, no. So but- he, he's he's had some years for it. It's it's like, yeah, it's, it's a lot you're more playing pressure. in a top five offense in, in baseball. It's, it's a lot more pressure than, uh, than than hitting with the Dodgers in what probably like the five, six hole, you know, hitting behind Mike, just behind Mike Trout and you have nobody behind you. You're going to get a lot more of uh, a lot more of the off speed than than what you're seeing it with the Dodgers. So um, news here, news. Let's talk here real quick. I want to get through these first two before we talk about this last one, because it's going to be your favorite one. Um, Angels bringing back Chad Wallach on a minor league deal. Fantastic. Huge. Absolutely love it. I love Chad. He's he's great, just great human being in general. Yep. Um, but yeah, great, great to see Chad Wallet back uh Perfect. back in Anaheim. Francisco Mejia. Um, love Perfect. this signing as well. Again, Perfect. This is gonna be yeah, good solid depth. I'm really intrigued as to like I, I haven't started doing it yet, but triple A, the, the Salt Lake Bees lineup is gonna actually be kind of interesting. You got a lot of ex minor leaguers there. Um ex minor leaguers, ex <laughs> top prospects is, is or what I, x or x major leaguers x there, major leaguers, which is huge you have guys that can come in and play you know 15 20 30 games if needed willie calhoun francisco mejia i mean guys that have been there done chad wallach was even a chad wallach is a he's a major leaguer for all intents and purposes i think he would be a great number two backup catcher behind um logan ohapi but that's for that's for a different day and then i think the francisco thing, mejia would be a good number two catcher behind ohapi like he he's not a bad player I mean, no, no, not no, a guy no, no. that you're I like, just, oh my gosh, I, he's got to play all the time. But like this, this is the most depth the Angels have had at catcher, and in, in I don't even remember the last time they had this much depth at catcher. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, there are four guys that have played in the big leagues, and three of them are like actually like two of them have started a lot of games in the big leagues. Two of them have not, but could be serviceable ba- serviceable backups, and. You, you look at Evan White had some big league experience. He's going to be in the minor leagues. You have Willie Calhoun, who you mentioned, Jake Marisnik, who you've mentioned, um, and you mentioned the two catchers. Like, there's a bunch of major league guys in this in this AAA roster, and you, you could even see a couple more guys. Like Jordan Adams is probably going to be down there, and, and you just yeah. start throwing in a couple other guys. That's so like, hey, they've had their cup of coffee. They they might not be like 
legit major league guys, but they're org guys where it's like, hey, if we did have three injuries, you do make sense. You're you're not upset about bringing somebody up, oh, a Trey Cabbage, a Mikey Stefanik, you know th- those type I mean, of guys. I, I'm not thrilled about bringing those guys up, but like if you're bringing up Francisco Mejia, like that's great, yeah. right? Like if you're bringing up Jake Marisnik as like the first outfielder because somebody went down, it's like, hey, this guy has been a major leaguer before and he has played multiple games. So yeah, that's that's kind of the thing that's exciting when you look at the depth that has is starting to circulate. Now they still need to find some depth. Up the middle, their depth, second, short, still bad, um, and and pitching. They they need depth pitching. Yeah, absolutely. So intriguing to say the least. Um, intriguing moves. Third intriguing move for the Angels to sign a maybe. It's not maybe. It's 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 going to be official. I'll let you know. Um, <laughs> Angels seems to be, and we haven't heard any news about this maybe. recently. How many times are you going to say maybe on me? Well, I mean, John Heyman is the one who. John Heyman one... didn't report it. Yes, he did. He was no, the he one who reported that the Robert, deal was official. Robert Murray did. No, no. Robert Murray reported that there was a agreement close. And then Heyman comes in 30 minutes later and goes, hey, deal's done. I don't know any specifics. I don't know anything. But supposedly a deal's done. You're like, all right, Arson Judge. We've seen this before, buddy. Like, All right, all right, all right. Can we, can we find out what the money is before we like say this is done? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it here. Angels signing Zach Lisak. All we know, major Maybe. league deal. Maybe. The Angels, just to make Nate happy, Angels potentially might, have signed. The Angels might be signing Zach Plesak. It has been reported that here, how about this? It has been reported that the Angels are signing Zach Plesak. Nate go. doesn't know yet, though. Are we good with That's that? That's fine. That's okay. fine. This is a guy that you've wanted for a while. I have. A minor league deal. On a minor league deal, and I have mentioned minor league deal five times every time I've mentioned him. Minor league deal, minor league deal, minor league deal. The Angels are going to get him on a major league deal. Uh, didn't pitch all that much last year. Pitching five no, games. No, no, he pitched. He just didn't pitch in the major leagues because he sucked. Okay. Pitching five games at the major league level for the Indians last go. year. 21 innings. Got bumped up and down. Had a seven plus, seven plus ERA. Um, just, just kind of a tough year. Plus... Stuff-wise, 90, 93, isn't going to blow anybody away. You know, is, is one of those more, more of those sinker guys. Has the gyro slider, spins up there, has the change up as well. Arsenal reminds me of Griffin Canning a little bit. Um, so I'm not all that intrigued in it. However, Major League deal, for me, can be no more than $3 million um, if, it is a, is, if it is a Major League deal. I'm just going to let you know. Like, that, that's my feeling. If it's more than $3 million for Zach Plesak, you messed up, you know, if it's, if it's, a uh, um, you know, Adam Kolarik, uh, who, who else do they sign on these, uh, Brett Phillips type of deal, um, then sh- that's fine. You know, I'm totally cool with that. Zach Plesak could be really good. He's had very good seasons. He's had a couple years where he's pitched very, very well for the Indians. Um, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's tough seeing a guy that's gotten D that's gotten let go, got DFA'd, got outrighted and, you know, is now picking up a, is is now being picked up on a major league deal. I'd much rather see him on a minor league deal. Nate, since this is your guy, I'll let you take it away. What else you got him on? Well, it's just frustrating that it, it is a major league deal is what it's being reported. This dude was DFA'd in June of last year. He was he made 18 starts in AAA, 19 appearances. He had a in 94 innings pitched. He had a 268 batting average against. He had a 6.08 ERA in AAA. 
and he struck out 71, walked 42, which is way too many guys in 94 innings. Not enough strikeouts, way too many walks. The control was bad. Um, and then when it was in the zone, it got hit. So I I was hoping this a minor league deal. I think this would have been a perfect minor league deal guy. I Another guy that I've said is Eric Lauer uh, would be another perfect minor league deal guy just because they have pitched in the major leagues before. They have had success in the major leagues before, but you're not putting the pressure of, hey, you've got to make the roster because we are paying you X amount of dollars. Like, I know people are going to tell me, well, they could send him down. Yes, if they send him down, they're still paying him however much he's making. Like, it, the money is what is an issue. I don't care if you can send the guy down or not. It's how much money are we going to pay this guy? And I think the number, and Jerry's going to be pissed, but I think the number is going to be close to seven and a half, which makes no sense to anyone. It would be frustrating as all get out to me that he's making seven and a half million. But that's my that's the number I think it's going to be closer to than the one or two that Jared's saying. Just because I know the way the Angels do business, and for some reason it's, hey, this guy makes a lot of sense, but instead of giving him the two mil that everyone else is giving him, let's give him 10 mil because that will make him sign with us instead of somebody else. So that is one thing for me. Second thing with Plezak, you mentioned it. He has had success with Cleveland. Um, he's pitched in rotations that have been very, very good. He's learned some things from really good pitching people. As you like to mention, Cleveland can really teach pitching. So I am intrigued with him. I just am upset that it's probably going to be way more than you think. And then is he going to make the, what are the odds he makes the rotation out of spring? Like we've already mentioned it. It's Sandoval, Detmers, Silseth. He's not better than Silseth. Silseth better make this rotation if, if Plezak is pitching with him. Canning, and then you have Tyler Anderson. Those are your five right now. The Angels have no reason to go to a six-man rotation. They need to stay with five. Um, so you're giving a major league deal. Uh, unless you're pushing Tyler Anderson or Griffin Canning to the pen, That this, this just doesn't make sense. Or if you're signing him as a relief pitcher, that still doesn't make sense to me. So... I like the guy. I think there's upside with him. I don't like that it's a major league deal, and I probably will not like the money. We will see. You don't even know if the Angels are signing him or not yet. So That's right. Arson Judge was signed, apparently, to the uh, San Francisco Giants. And Oh, wait, no. I got that one wrong. The, the one thing that's scary to me about this when, when it comes to Heyman is like it was so quickly after Murray said that the deal was close that he said, oh, deal's done. Usually, if you're reporting that the deal's done, you know some sort of specific, right? Like, Heyman didn't even know it was a major league deal. How, how does he know if the deal's done if he doesn't even know if there's a major league deal or if there's money? Like, he was like, don't know anything about money. Don't know anything. I just wanted to be the first person to say, we got this. Heyman reported. So everyone can say, John Heyman reports, Angel signs Zach, please act. That's all he cares about is being first. He doesn't care about being right or wrong. All he cares about is being first, and that's why I hate freaking reporters. All right. You good? You got it all off your chest now, man? You missed it? Am I wrong? No, no, you're not wrong. How, how I mean, good have how good have the reporters been this offseason, by the way? I totally. think they've gotten a D minus. You do you do you, man. Like I don't listen to them anymore. To be honest, once 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 something gets is official, then it then it's Shohei Otani was on an airplane. To exactly, Toronto. exactly. It's 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 Shohei Otani signing with the Toronto Blue Jays. 
They've uh, they've gotten a lot Yo, of episodes. Yamamoto signing with the Yankees. It's done. I don't know. If that, like, I don't know if that was it, but yes, I no, get that, what, that I, one was reported by by a real reporter. I I get I not get a, what you're saying. Not a baseball guy, but still a real reporter. I, I get I get what you're saying there, man. So I I got nothing for you, man. Like, come on, like. I, They've been Angel, they've been Angel Hernandez all off season. It's fine. So, <laughs> with all that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching here at Talking Halos. Again, thank you for all of this, all the support. We really do appreciate thank it. You. We'll be back. Nate, you don't even know that you haven't told told you this yet. Football season over three times a week: Monday, Wednesday, Jeez. Friday. Don't want to. I, I I didn't want to put stuff out on Monday because we got Monday night football. I want to let you guys watch football Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll be back. I know I'm putting this out on Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll, we will be back on Friday talking some Angels baseball for you guys here. Again, if you could tell a friend about us, let, let them know that we are. I'm going back to it, Nate. We are the best Angels podcast out there. I really do think so. So, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching and have a great rest of your day.